Haunted Nights, live with Tamara Thorne and Alistair Cross. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Thorn and Cross Haunted Nights Live, where your hosts, Alistair Cross and Tamara Thorne, thank you for joining us. Uh, of course, first, I'd like to give thanks to W.J. Pierce for creating and performing our music. Uh, tonight, before we introduce our guest, we'd like to tell you about the latest entry in the Ravencrest saga. It has everything you need for Halloween, ghosts, demons, priests, it's all here. And here's Tamara to tell you more. Yeah, here I am in a remote part. Our guest has given me the giggles, and I'm going to try very hard to read this properly. In a remote (laughs) part of California, Ravencrest Manor, imported stone by stone from England more than two centuries ago, looms tall and terrifying, gathering its dark and unnatural powers and drawing those it wants into its own, as its own. In Exorcism, Book 3 of the Ravencrest Saga, something evil is stirring in the deep, dark waters of the estate's indoor pool as ghostly jazz age parties fill the air with phantom music. Within the mansion, a maid is visited nightly by a demon lover. And Governess Belinda Moreland is haunted by the tormented spirit of Violet LeBlanc, a silent movie star who was driven mad in her prime and wants Belinda to help her in her search for justice. All right, and if you need to brush up on the specter scandals and sinister goings-on at Ravencrest, you can get the first two complete novels, The Ghosts of Ravencrest, The Witches of Ravencrest in Paperbook, or ebook at Amazon. Uh, the Ravencrest Saga Exorcism is also out. That is obviously the latest installment, and uh, it has witches, ghosts, mystery, history, and lots of family secrets. So if gothic is your thing, check it out. Uh, you can want, uh, keep an eye out for the fourth novel, Shadowland, which is coming this winter. All right, you can learn more about what we do at our websites, alistaircross.com and tamarthorn.com. You can visit our mutual blog at thorningcross.wordpress.com. If you tweet, our handles are at crossalister and at tamarthorn. You can visit our Haunted Nights Live page on Facebook or find us on Instagram at, at thorningcross or at official underscore alistaircross. For more information on the show, you can visit Authors on the Air on Facebook, Twitter, and at authorsontheair.com. Thorn and Cross Haunted Nights Live is a broadcast of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network, LLC. All right, that's said and done. Tonight we are thrilled mm-hmm. to have a return visit from Michael Schutz. Uh, Michael Schutz was born and raised in the frozen tundra of Wisconsin, where the macabre tales of Ray Bradbury and Stephen King kept him warm at night. He's seen way too many horror movies to be healthy, and he is the author of the novels Plank Children, Edging, and Blood Vengeance. His short fiction has been featured in Crossroads in the Dark 2, 3, and 4, Ravenwood Quarterly, Dark Moon Digest, and Sanitarium. He lives with his naughty cat children in Northern California, and you can keep tabs at him at michaelschutzfiction.com. His new book is Plank Children, and we're going to be talking about that, among other things. Welcome to the show, Michael. How are you? I am great. Thank you for having me back. I, uh, you know, I thought I was calling Domino's because I really need a pepperoni and sausage, but I guess I I called you guys, so might as well have that. We've got pepperoni and sausage. Alistair has the sausage. I have the pepperoni. We're wearing ours. You you do this shit on air, too? 
<laughs> yes. We can they say, can't yes. stop oh, us. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, double entendres are everything. We love you too. You're fun. Yes. So we, you are, and we do, and we, we, yes, we are. We're glad to have you. We, we tried um, mm-hmm. a couple different. We tried before, and we were having difficulties. So it's, it's nice to, to have you because I'm glad that we have other options. You know, I would be bummed if we yes. weren't able to get you again. So well, mm-hmm. it's crazy right, because so that, we were supposed to do it last week, and my uh-huh. audio didn't work. But right. I did my cover reveal on my buddy Jason White, great author, by the way, on his YouTube channel. And it mm-hmm. was my camera that didn't work. So, <laughs> I, man, I can't win. Can't win. This is 2020. <laughs> it's too big expected. Things will go wrong. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. But we've prevailed. <laughs> we have. All right. It's almost over. We have. We enjoy prevailing. It's kind of fun and hot. Anyway, we've had a long day writing a lot of evil sex scenes, and we're just really ready for you now. Oh, we did. We are ready. Oh, crap. We (laughs) We are ready. We want to hear. We want to hear about plank children. This is the latest, and this has a yes. This has a the 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 title alone is very intriguing. So. What can you tell oh, the us images. about yeah. Plank Children? Yes. Well, the um, idea for Plank Children came when, actually, and this is kind of a, a bit of the, the story of my main character, um, how he kind of figures out what's going on. I was reading some creepypasta online, and um, apparently, apparently it really happens. But there was this old practice of taking of a postmortem photography where if you had a child <laughs> that died you would take you would prop up that kid on a plank a plank child right. oh, and you would take a final yeah. photo ah. with, with the parents or perhaps a class right. photo so right. <laughs> thanks children ah i get it oh yeah, Yikes. we we have that in yeah, our isn't that new creepy? book. But... Isn't that like the creepiest yeah. thing you've ever heard? I didn't when it I is. first heard it. It's been a few years, but I didn't. I wasn't sure I believed it. I had I like, why would you do that? But yeah, different times and all. Yeah, and yeah. I, you know, while I was researching and everything, it did, and and this kind of this made sense to me. I heard that you know back then, having a photograph taken that was quite expensive. And of course, oh, yeah. the yeah. Um, the exposure was different, so you had to sit still for a while, you know. So, there, mm-hmm. you know, having a family photograph wasn't a thing that everybody did. You know, you didn't just go down to the, you know, to the guy and you know have a bunch of pictures snapped. So it was kind of like, yeah. well, this is going to be, yes, this is what we're going to have. Yeah. Yeah, it's why nobody ever smiled too. You couldn't hold the smile long enough. Yeah, yeah or you were doing it. <laughs> yeah. And it's super dead. hard to make plant children <laughs> smile. Yeah. <laughs> or you were dead. Yeah. <laughs> we have a new phrase we can use besides memento mori now. Yay. <laughs> the plant children. I know, right? Mm-hmm. That's so, going to be the so sequel. Plant children don't smile. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> You could write a song to go with the movie. Yeah. Oh, uh, children, don't smile. Don't smile. Yeah. Okay, we shouldn't sing. Um, 
Or make fun of dead people. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's okay. They don't know. You know. (laughs) It's true. It's true. No, I've never heard that expression before. Okay. So that's so 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 that's where the idea came from. So what what is the what is the story about? The story is about Miles Baumgartner. He is a rage addicted English teacher. Um, he's lost everything, including his nephew, his his almost son, the closest he would ever uh-huh. get to his son. His uh, he lost his boyfriend, his house, his job, and. Um, He's on the internet one day and he sees a recent picture of his nephew Ian on Facebook. So what is the deal with that? So he does some investigating and he finds himself at this abandoned reformatory. But St. Hamlin's is not quite as abandoned as he expected. He gets snowbound in this world of madness and evil children and he tries to figure out what is going on and tries to save himself if he can because they don't want to let him go now. This sounds really, really good. And that kind of, you know, I have this big, long list of books I need to read. I was going to say the same thing. We'll have to add this to it too. Yeah, this is like right up my own. I'm going to love this. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We're putting this on the list. It it has that fly manner feeling too. I hope so. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we like this. This is very Bly Manor too, with the oh, yeah. Spooky's Gothic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I have I have at least a couple references of Turn of the Screw in here. So. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, fun. Nice. When you're talking about okay. creepy kids, I love creepy kids. I love. I mean, mm-hmm. they're sure. just oh god, just give me the willies. And I, oh, I yeah. This, <laughs> I don't know. Just the whole idea of children and innocence as well you know mm-hmm. and just you know the shattering of of innocence and expectation is i mean that's half of what all horror is you know on yes. some level so i love i love exploring that oh yeah that sounds fantastic yeah. i can't wait those, to read this it's one of those yeah. it's one of those that just never never really gets old because there's a million ways to no. do it you know it's, it's, yeah i, I love think everybody is especially yeah. creeped out by I, creepy children <laughs> I love the name St. Hamlin's, too. That's very good. Thank you. I'm waiting for somebody to um, get the uh, the meaning of that, but nobody has contacted me with it. Um, Hamlin is we the name it. of the town that the Pied Piper stole yes. the children from. Yeah, so you get it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love that story. And then all the children drown in the creek. That's a creepy story, yeah. too. Yep. It is. Good times. Yeah. Good times were had by all. Pay <laughs> <laughs> well, up, you... man. Services rendered. Don't you? Never try yeah. to screw the working man. No. See, that's silly. Well, today, <laughs> Alice and I were talking about. Again. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, I want to ask you a question. Today, okay. Alice and I were talking about because we're we're doing audio books now. And uh, that the fact that we have a lot of names that are horrible puns, uh, like Constance, last name Welling. But if you say it fast, it's Constance Welling. We have all kinds of names like that, and that's one of the clean ones. And uh, oh. you're, you're obviously with Hamlin, you're planting things too. Do you ever do that? We're trying to yes. decide how, how to tell the, the readers 
um, not to pronounce the way, names correctly, just so we don't get Harry Hole and his orchestra. Should we change the names all? You know. <laughs> I think we're gonna have to. I think we're gonna have to deal with it. But yeah, there 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 are a few that are are pretty bad. Like, you know, the last name Hull, Harry Hole, H U L L, and we're like, well. Harry Hole. That's hilarious. Harry Hole. We yeah. weren't thinking about <laughs> audiobooks. Audible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. going to be really interesting, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, I think don't know to mind, but I, it's not appropriate, but I'll just say it anyway. Oh, are you oh, sure? Unless it's well, unless it's really oh, bad. Positive. You can it's you really can. bad. No, no. Oh. Okay. If you okay. think my hair is curly, you should see Mike Hunt. Mike <laughs> Hunt. <laughs> oh, oh. Think about it's names. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no phone call. <laughs> I have that's, done I know, that right? in the 80s. I did that. Yeah, I said that. No phone call yeah, for Mike That's Hunt. an old one. Yeah. That's an old one. It's <laughs> terribly old, yeah. There's Mike Hawk, too. and uh, Yeah. So do you put strange oh, names yeah, Mike. in... in Mike Hawk, H A W K, yeah, Hawk, yeah, Tony's brother, I get it, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do, do, do you do that often? It seems like you. Would. I do. I like to, you know, if there's a phone number in anything that I write, it spells something uh-huh. out. Um, I like oh, cool. to have, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to do, you got to do those interesting things. I, I put Pink Floyd yeah. lyrics in my prose. Not so much in Pink Floyd, <laughs> but there are nice. some. There are some. Uh-huh. Pink Floyd and, and Roger Waters. Um, uh-huh. uh, the, the main guy, Miles, I do want to say this. I mm-hmm. named him Miles Baumgartner after Miles Teagarten in Peter Strauss, uh-huh. If You Could See Me Now, which uh-huh. is one of my favorite novels. Um, I love that, that is book. My, it's my favorite Straub, The Water Goes. Yeah. It's just fantastic. Yeah. It's better than Ghost Story as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah. That's Julia, and if you them. could see me now. Those are the two that mm-hmm. I just love. So, oh, and, such and a good book. That was an influence in, in playing children. Peter Straub's an influence anyway. I love that he talks oh, yeah. about, because he's from Wisconsin, too. A lot of people don't know that but because he moved to, to England. But he's from uh-huh. the Milwaukee area. I'm from Wisconsin. He has this idea that he talks about in several of the books that reality is like a claw and it's stretched like across the country and that fabric is the thinnest in the Midwest. And that's why so many crazy things happen. And if you think about it, most of the serial killers come from Wisconsin and the Midwest, Gacy and Dahmer and Dean it's true. Wow. It's true. It's, a, yeah, it's a very strange, you know, and it's all, you know, it's, you think it's so conservative and you think that's kind of the, the Christian heartland and everything, but yeah, mm-hmm. cheese and cows and murder. <laughs> cheese and cows and murder. Oh, oh my. Cheese. Yes. <laughs> cheese and cows and murder. Cheese, cows and killers. Yeah, everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's interesting. I never thought about that. I like that. Yeah, that's true. I, I that's like true. the cheese I fast, actually, but yeah. Yeah. So if, if I had my pick, I'd take the cheese. Me too. We like cheese. Sharp cheddar. Mm, cheese. Yes. Oh, my yes. goodness. 
Every Christmas, my parents <laughs> send me a, a cheese and sausage box so I get a piece of Wisconsin. I tell you. Oh, oh, how nice. A seven-year-aged sharp cheddar, that's heaven. <gasps> it must melt in your mouth. <laughs> no, it's sharp cheddar. You have to let it, it breaks your teeth crumble. <laughs> oh, oh, I always think it's a big sharp cheddar. It's crumbling. Mm, it breaks you. Yeah, yeah. It, it can it's slit your throat it's if you're not careful. Not yeah. Yeah, that's so good. I never even really liked cheese that much till I discovered that. Oh my God, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the sharper like the better. Cheese is my favorite. I do yeah. like it now. When people talk about I have, the, way, the way people talk about chocolate and stuff like that. That's how I am with cheese. I'm like, oh, oh really? You are. Oh, he. Yes, that's how cheese. you get him on your good side. You waft cheese under his snout, and he loves <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from that. I'm from that, that Viking heritage. We, I come from a long bike. line of cheese eaters. What? <laughs> yeah. What did you say, Michael? I said nothing like settling down with a big wheel of cheddar in a scary movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, and probably a great big thing of uh, Muselec. I don't remember what that's called. Something. <laughs> a, a big bag of oranges yeah. would work too. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about a horror but show. All right, that, that, Enough about cheese. Let's talk about plank children. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. why we're here. So, Come on here to so talk about they're good cheese. with cheese on them. Crying oh. out loud. So this, okay. So what yeah. would you say? What would you say you're um, most proud of about this book? This is you're you're like three. You've got a few books out there now, and you've got you know, yeah. short fiction too. Yeah. So so this is where you really start kind of growing as a writer. I mean, you're always growing, but it's, you know, really after your first few that you really start getting, I don't know, a, a B-leg style, I guess. Yeah, kind of. And and so, yeah. so what yeah. what are you most proud of about this one? That I didn't pull any punches. I want to be a writer that when, when people hear my name and they think about me, they say, yeah, he really goes there, you know, mm. and, uh, Nice. And I think I, I, I did. I had some scenes in here that I wrote and thought, boy, the editor is going to tell me I can't have that in. But the editor did uh-huh. not say I can't have it in, and it's in there. That's I, nice. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I, there was a shift in me maybe five years ago, about five years mm-hmm. ago, where I stopped being so interested in scary and rather got into disturbing, you know, I mean, it's hard to find a scary movie, you know, a good scary movie, which I still love. But, you know, I was, I saw the Lords of Salem, my favorite Rob Zombie film. And there's that uh-huh. scene at the end when she's in the theater and just that montage of images, that's like the most disturbing thing I'd, I'd ever seen. So I started thinking about being, disturbing and getting under people's skin rather than trying to scare them like, oh, that was scary. Ah, More along right, the right. oh, that was that disturbing. So I'm kind of playing around with that right now. And I think playing children nice. does that. Very nice. Yeah, nice. The, the whole idea of yeah. children upsets people, so that alone works. It's but true. Yes, it it's sounds true. like it's scary, was, though. Yeah, it does sound. That's what that's what people have been telling me. So that so that's good. Yeah. Uh huh. 
I think I think so do you that feel it, in the quest to be disturbing, it, it definitely hit the scary. Oh, good. It sounds like it would. Saint Tamlin. Wow. So yeah, definitely. So what was the uh, what what was the most difficult part? Was there like a particular scene or just an aspect of it of that, that you had a really hard time with? I had a hard time making the entire novel come into place. Um, it was the hardest. It was the hardest thing I've ever had to write, and it took me almost four years to get it here. And there were times, there were months when I thought it just wasn't even going to make it. It's just not even even going to be a novel. Um, what happened was my simple story about a guy following, you know, the traces of rumors and half truths of, of his of his nephew to this haunted reformatory, it became a puzzle box story before I even knew that term, before I even knew what a puzzle box mystery was. And every time I I created a a new twist or I thought of a a new scary scene that meant that I had to go back and change a whole bunch of other things. When I changed those things, it needed to change other things. And I thought of, other ways to oh well this leads to this twist I can do that and it just sent ripples throughout the book and it was just just endless rewriting and and sharpening everything into focus and making everything come out right actually tying up the loose ends making the mm-hmm. timeline come out right I decided to do this kind of this bit of a family saga in there. And when I did that, that meant that it had to have a very strict timeline to make generations come out right. I set myself up with a lot of traps. Just the the whole writing experience (laughs) of it was was really difficult, but I I stayed in there and stayed focused. Oh, that's great. We so understand. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, we do. It's hard. It can be complicated, but it can get really difficult. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, do we get it. People have no idea. The average person has no idea. (laughs) Yeah. Especially when it starts getting generational. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, exactly. History, yeah, that's the worst. Yeah. I read, I like reading James Mishner. You know, I love how how he handles multi-generations. It it just makes these people come out. Uh And I know that, I, I know that he took years to research his novels. And I understand just a sliver of that. Just a sliver of yeah, that. yeah. To make that all come yeah. out like like we did, wow. Yeah, he's and of course, amazing. I mean, with I mean, you do that with your books too, with with your sagas. So yeah, you do that across multiple books. That would just blow my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It, it can be rough. <laughs> you have to get. You have to keep all the records of the the family trees. Yeah. I don't have my own family tree, but boy, do we have a lot of character family trees. <laughs> That's the thing, especially about series. Uh, we have a couple series going and it's, uh, you know, between the solos and the collaborations and it's, you know, mm-hmm. something that you have to really, really keep track of. Um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it can be, it can be very rough. Uh, we're just about out of time, but um, oh, what no. are you working on? I know, oh, right? No. It goes so fast. What are you, what are you working on now? What can we look yeah. for from you in the future? I am working on a new novella. I'm I'm getting into novellas. I'm finding that to be a really 
satisfying form and length. Uh-huh. I have a novella called Admitted We Were Powerless that I'm working hard on, and I would like to have it come out not three years later, like it took between Etching and Plain Children. Um, uh-huh. So I'm working on that, <laughs> and I have I have some new short stories and even more novellas in the back of my oh, mind great. working on So hopefully Perfect. I will be getting some more things out to be read faster than usual. Because I'm a very <laughs> slow writer. Good luck. Yeah. Ugh. It's hard. All right. And, hard. Where, and where can the listeners go to find out more about you and your work? You can go to michaelschutzfiction.com. That's my website and it has all kinds of links. You can find my books on Amazon and check out my social media. I try to be active on Instagram, which is at Schutz Fiction, and on Facebook, which is Michael C. Schutz. Oh, right. Excellent. All right. Um, we we will be in touch, of course. And um, when you mm-hmm. have uh, that new, when you have that novella out or whatever comes next, you let us know, and we will happily have you back. Yeah. Wonderful. I can't wait. Ah, absolutely. It's true. great. It's great having you. <laughs> yes, we love having yeah. you. You're you're a blast. We do. And, um, yeah, we will be in touch. We 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 adore you. So yeah, keep, we do. Keep we keep ourselves around you. <laughs> Yeah, we we don't have to self-censor with you. (laughs) Oh, you're welcome. All right, and uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, This is Thorn and Cross, Haunted Nights Live, and until next week, we wish you haunted nights. And sweet screams. Thank you for listening. Haunted Nights, live with Tamara Thorne and Alistair Cross.